ask anyone who knows me, I am a huge fan of wind. I know weird, right? I love the wind. There's just something so real about wind and the way that it reminds us that this planet is flying through space and we have a moon flying around us and everything is alive. Wind to me is just so cool. Hi, I'm Chris May, certified nerd and host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast from the Weather Network in Canada. For some reason, it would take almost 14 years before it would become an official world record. But still, on April 10, 1996, the Earth's strongest surface wind, not including tornadoes, was measured this day in weather history. Oh, I see now. I get it. It happened in Australia. Of course it happened in Australia. I mean, why not? If it's of the strange, unusually, and drastically huge, it likely happened in Australia. I have got to get there one day to see this magical place. My fear is once I see it, I may never want to leave. Anyway, tropical cyclone Olivia bore down on tiny Barrow Island just off the coast of Western Australia in April of 96. In this system was embedded a smaller scale circulation within Olivia's eyewall that produced five extreme three second wind gusts, the peak of which was a 253 mile per hour gust on April 10th. Okay, can we put this in perspective? You ever watch IndyCar races? I attended a version of this tour in Toronto years ago and it was wicked fast and it was wicked loud. Well, this gust from this storm, from this day in weather history, clocked in was more than 11 miles per hour faster than the IndyCar world record of over 241 miles per hour by Gil DeFerrin in 2000. How about them apples? How do you like them apples? (laughs) The funny but totally understandable part here is that these numbers were ridiculous. So unusual, in fact, that even after the storm, forecasters at Australia's Bureau of Meteorology did not believe the validity of the data. It was like when you see an alien and you're a pilot and you tell everybody, okay, did we see that? Let's not tell anybody they're going to think we're crazy. It would take 13 years before the report was submitted to a Weather and Climate Extremes Committee of the World Meteorological Organization for these wind gusts to even be considered. Then, in early 2010, this new surface wind speed world record was finally registered and recognized as official. Remember that this day in weather history can be enjoyed a number of ways. Right now, you are listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider, but there is also the daily podcast video short. They are shot right here in my podcast recording studio, so you get that perspective, and oftentimes they will include visuals from that day's event from when it happened in weather history. So after listening to the full story, go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. All right, before tropical cyclone Olivia's record-breaking gusts, the standard for surface winds was actually held atop the 6,300-foot summit of Mount Washington, New Hampshire. We've sent our own storm hunter, Mark Robinson, there to see if it's true. And let me tell you something. He came back satisfied. The fact that he came back at all was a relief because the winds there are what Hollywood movie companies will use for B-roll material to make things look crazy and extremely windy in their thriller movies. Less than two years after Mount Washington was established for summit observation, 
This observer, Sal Pagliuca, measured a 231 mile per hour, that's a 372 kilometer per hour wind gust on April 12th of 1934, coincidentally, almost to today's date. This weather specialist would also experience and record several gusts of at least 220 miles per hour, roughly 354 kilometers per hour that very same day. The best part is that he was more concerned with anyone believing him than he was about the fact that he could very easily have been blown into another state or the Atlantic Ocean with the winds that powerful. Ooh, say, did you listen to our March 26th episode where strong wind gusts blew over the aforementioned Mark Robinson while he was with our chief of meteorology, Chris Scott? That was a lace-sweat wind gust and strong enough to blow over two grown adults. Here, we had a sustained 188 mile per hour or 303 kilometer per hour wind that had a sustained duration of over five minutes. You want more? How about Hurricane Irma? For that, be sure to go back and listen to the September 5th episode of this podcast because there I chronicle clearly the life and times of Hurricane Irma. When it walloped the Caribbean as a powerful Category 5 hurricane, there, with maximum sustained winds, sustained at 180 miles per hour, that's 290 kilometers per hour, and that was back in 2017. Just some of the more powerful wind events that you can hear about on this podcast, known as This Day in Weather History. Tomorrow is April 11th, and we have another space mission that would go on to be featured as a major Hollywood blockbuster. Yeah, it was that big a deal. So big, in fact, that they cast Tom Hanks in the lead role. You know you're after an Oscar when that happens. Apollo 13 was successfully launched from Cape Canaveral, Florida, carrying astronauts James Lovell, John Swigert, and Fred Hayes. At the time, it seemed routine. That's not how it unfolded, however, on this day in weather history with me, your host, Chris May.